This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, May 4th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins. I'm joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, may the 4th be with you. No? Nothing? I'm sorry, no, we, we, we there's a big thunderstorm rolling through the Chicago area and it may or may not be affecting my internet, so... Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there, it's... A long, long weekend for Matt. Yeah. Well, we got to see those sweet, sweet White Sox-Twins matchups this weekend. I think it was camped off today. Sorry, we're recording on Sunday night. Camped off on Sunday with John Danks. You know, it it started with a 10-run loss, and it ended with a 10-run loss. Yeah. That's to the Twins. To the <sighs> Twins. We talked about Brian Dozier and Trevor Plouffe, and they did not disappoint. They, yeah, they obliterated the White Sox this weekend. It was pretty they, they got those lefties. They like those lefties. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're officially one week removed from the last time the White Sox actually won a game. Yikes. Yikes. Meanwhile, and the uh, the Astros can't be stopped 10 straight. It's kind of fun. It's it's kind of cool. It's it's cool to, you know, to see a, a team that, that's... It's been doing what they've been doing, having having some you know success. Um, the process. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know how sustainable it is. I don't know. You know, they're, they're, they are going to lose before the season ends. I guarantee yes. that much. But they have Keikel and McHugh just leading them on. Yep. <sighs> okay. We're friends of the podcast. Yes, our boys. Um, okay, so we're gonna look at some picks for Monday. What we, what uh, what's going on with um, eleven games on Monday? So mostly yeah. full slate. I, I hate these like kind of full slates. Just yeah. it, it feels it, it, it feels like there's something missing. Yeah, well, about six teams are missing. Eight teams from tomorrow. Um, Thankfully, one of them is the White Sox. Yeah, yeah, they need a break. They need a break anyway. And then we'll have uh, some field of streams picks later. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it, Matt. Anybody stick out to you at catcher? Yep. Okay. Who you got at catcher? Yeah, I, I got. There's one name that I think is probably going to be played in the majority of leagues and okay. for good reason. And that's Yasmani Grandal uh, okay. playing on the road in Milwaukee against Kyle Loesch. Okay. I like that. He's not <laughs> he's not my go to guy, actually, but he's, I like that. He's kind of developing reputations as kind of you know a righty masher. He he, mm-hmm. he performs pretty well against right handed pitching, not so well against left handed pitching. Right. Last time I checked Kyle Loesch is in fact a righty. Yes, yes. Yes. Not, and not overpowering. Yeah, yeah, I think Yasmani Grandal is the obvious play. He's um, uh he's showing some signs of life, and I saw a tweet that said that the staff thought he like was dealing with shoulder stuff earlier, but now he's through it. I mean, he walked off for the Dodgers tonight. You know, yeah, he did. There's so, a lot of talent there. No, just because you know the Dodgers as, as a team in 2015 have an 883 team OPS against right-handed pitching. So yeah. guess where I'm going to be looking, and guess who I'm going to be looking at? A lot of stacks in Milwaukee yes. against Kyle Loesch. I think the two other obvious guys that are red hot right now, um, Stephen Vogt had two homers on Sunday and destroying right-handed pitching, hitting like 350 on the year. Is he going to regress? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. But he gets Phil Hughes, and Phil Hughes is a good pitcher, but not a pitcher to stay away from, and mm-hmm. also, in fact, right-handed. So if you want to ride you know, the hot streak with Stephen Vogt, I'm fine with that. Um, and then Evan Gaddis has what, three, four homers in his past three games? Just yeah. on fire, had another two homers on Sunday. He, you know, could bust on you, but a lot of power potential there. And the stack I really like is Houston against Ross Detweiler. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Those Houston hitters that like to hit lefties, particularly bad lefties. Um, so if you want to pay for Evan Gaddis, he's hot right now. If you buy that, Stephen Vogt and Evan Gaddis are both hot. And if you buy that, that's fine. Also, um, Yadier Molina gets Travis Wood. And Yadier likes to hit lefties. So there's yeah. some catcher options, for sure. There's some places to go. Yeah, there's some options. I, yeah. I, 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 still, I still I like Grandal an awful lot. I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, there's there's some guys to pick from on uh, on Monday. How about first base? Okay, first base. I'm sticking with the Dodgers stack against okay. Adrian Gonzalez. He kills right-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. And yes, he does. He's been killing right. He's, he talk about you know you know hot. He's he's up there with the Nelson Cruises and Stephen Votes of the world as far as hotness goes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no reason not to like Adrian against a righty ever. You know, I, there's no problem with that. Uh, I actually built a lineup before we'd recorded. A lot of times I build my DFS lineup after we do a podcast, after I've Makes thought sense. about it. But I went and built one before, and I was like, Paul Goldschmidt in Colorado, you know, gets Tyler Mansick, kills yeah, lefties. No reason not to like that. I went to pick him, and his price was jacked. Again, depends on what what format you play in, but he was going to cost way too much. Way too much. And for about two-thirds of the price, uh, Justin Morneau against Josh Colmenter. Still in Colorado. Not quite the weapon that Goldschmidt is, but there's no reason not to like Justin Morneau, you know, against Colmenter. Colmenter has huge problems with, with left-handed hitters. He, yeah. he has his entire career. He's got a 3-7-1 Wilba against all lefties. So this yeah. would be a great spot to play Morneau. It really yeah. would. I, th- I think... Paul, I think Paul Goldschmidt's super expensive for a reason. He has plenty of potential, but you can get a guy that can be plenty good, like Aegon or Morneau. You know, it depends on how you want to, you know, adjust your lineup. I do believe in Goldschmidt. It's just tough. Um, I, you know, and I also I do believe in paying full price for guys in DFS. I think there are times it's absolutely fine to do that. Sure, sure. Um, Freddie Freeman gets Aaron Harang, Mister Quality Start. Oh boy. <laughs> That's fine, you know, a little bit cheaper would be fine with me. Chris Carter, if you want to get on that Astro stack, Chris Carter also homered on Sunday. He gets Ross Detweiler, likes to hit lefties. A little bit cheaper for you, but plenty of power potential there. Plenty of whiff potential, but plenty of power potential for Chris Carter. Anybody else at first base? Again, a lot of options there. I think we've we've covered just about everybody I was interested in. Yeah, okay. I, I, w- I wrote down two names at second base: a okay, really expensive got- one and a much cheaper one. Jose Altuve gets Ross Detweiler at the Unstoppable Astros, and he's hitting like three fifty. Also, but you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna pay for him, mm-hmm. and I don't have a problem with that. But I think it's good to offer you know uh, expensive guys and cheaper guys, and Absolutely. offers that flexibility in your lineup. So I fully endorse. Altuve against Detweiler. Not only is it a lefty, but it's not a good lefty. Um, if you mm-hmm. want to go cheaper and talked about him on Friday, and I like him again, the Twins get a lefty and Jesse Hahn. And Jesse Hahn looked a little bit better last time out. He had the strikeouts are back, and I know he was dealing with that blister. Um, but doesn't change the fact that Brian Dozier kills lefties. So he'll be cheaper, could give you some power, can give you some speed, could score some runs if Twins actually back him up. Um, so it's a cheaper option. I like Brian Dozier a lot. Fair enough. Yeah. Any other uh, second baseman stick out to you? Yeah, Howie Kendrick. Again, sure. sticking with that Dodgers. I love that Dodgers stack against Kyle Loesch. I just, he, he, you know, the, the Brewers have been so mediocre. He's really mediocre, and LA is just, you know, they, they're 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 killing the ball right now. They're one of the best, if not the best, offensive baseball, close to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I- 
Other guys I would think about. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I think you pretty much cover it with Altuve and Dozier. I, I, I kind of like I, I like Dozier against against Jesse Hahn right now. Again, Altuve is like Goldschmidt. Probably has the most upside, but you don't always you you can't buy all the best guys. Obviously, yeah. How about third base? Third base. I, I love Nolan Arenado against Josh Goldmenter. Yep. I think that's one, one. If if there's a guy I'm willing to pay full price for right now, it's probably Arenado. Yeah. The one name I, I really had circled was Arenado. That's the one yep. I probably would would go with and pay full price for right yep. now. No problem with that. Um, I had a few cheaper guys as well. Oh really? Kind of, okay. Yeah. Kyle Seeger has driven his price down a lot. I realize he started the season slow, but it's not like he's 30 years old. He's still mm-hmm. in his prime. He's been dependable. I expect him to turn things around as long as he's healthy. Um, he gets maker of shoes, Matt Shoemaker, who's been bad. <laughs> you know, doesn't scare me. I'm not worried about him. I think Kyle Seeger could be fine there. Not a slam dunk, but he's just gotten real cheap. And then, uh, again, twins lefty killer, Trevor Plouffe, had a grand slam and five RBIs. Yeah. Against the White Sox, uh, he gets Jesse Hahn. I don't think he can have quite as much upside as he did against the White Sox staff, but could still do fine, and he'll be cheap. So there's some cheaper options. You're right, Arenado's the best guy, but some uh, some cheaper guys, depending on if you want to go for Goldschmidt or you know one of the more expensive other guys. Mm. How about shortstop? I have two shortstop guys. Both are kind of cheap too. Shortstop. It's just, it's been such a black hole for me this year in DFS. I'm, I'm afraid to mention anybody. Be considering Danny Santana against Jesse Hahn. Meh. Xander Bogarts versus Jake Wood, or is he doing anything for you? No, Meh. not really. Yeah, me either. I have uh, two that I don't love, but are ch- decent cheap options. Um, Brad Miller also gets Matt Shoemaker, and I'm fine with that. It's going to be yeah. cheap. The one I, I actually really like, Johnny Peralta gets Travis Wood. And Johnny Peralta likes to hit lefties and has some pop. Yeah, you know. me too, and there's nothing he's real cheap for the uh, homer potential he has, and you can see the Cardinals putting up plenty of runs against Travis Wood. So not a slam dunk, but definitely serviceable. He found himself in the my DFS lineup. You know, it's a shortstop option that I don't feel bad about at all. So shortstop's tricky, but I like him there. I like Johnny Peralta when he gets a lefty. Outfield, I have not as many outfield options as usual, but plenty. Out. I'd be fine with just about any, any of the Dodgers, yeah. any of the Jacks. Jock Peterson has homered in something like four straight starts. Yeah. Uh, not counting, sorry, not Sunday. Before Sunday, had homered in four straight games that he started. Yeah, he he's going to go through growing pains, I feel like, because he whiffs a fair amount, you know, mm-hmm. and some lefties might get to him. But right now, he's, you know, power and speed. I like Jock Peterson a lot. So Fair yeah, he's he looks like a DFS superstar right now. He really does. Yep, I like him. Bryce Harper gets David Phelps. I'm sure, no problem with that. Do you like Michael Saunders at all? I just dropped him in a league. I think he could be fine, but he hasn't shown it yet. No, I don't. Yeah, he gets Chase Whitley. He's he's like a warm body essentially. Yeah. I don't. He gets Chase Whitley. Do you like any of the Blue Jays against Chase Whitley? Yeah, all of them. I'm surprised we didn't talk about them more Even righty on righty? You don't care? Not really. No, it's Chase Whitley. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, any of those Blue Jays guys, like, I lo- they're all big hitters, and I know that they're better against lefties, but it's not like would ever shy away from Edwin against a righty or something. You know, Chase Whitley's not good. Yeah, they're still, you know, against right hand pitching, they're still a competent offense, even, even though yeah. they're not nearly as scary as they are against lefties. Yeah, so any... Uh, any Blue Jays guys you can kind of fill in your lineup with, I suppose. Um, 
the the Phillies, who are terrible, go to Atlanta, but they face a lefty and Alex Wood, who can be good, but the Phillies have some kind of sneaky options against lefties. Darren Ruff, who has some pop, wouldn't shock you if he had a lefty hit a home run off a lefty. And Jeff Francoeur. Were you on the podcast when I was talking about Jeff Francoeur? I don't think you were. No, that that one's gonna fall on Jeff Ears. Yeah. Not even if you got a I mean this is a decent lefty, but if you had a bad lefty, he hits lefties. He, he does, don't care. yeah. yeah. It's, it's something to be aware of. Yeah, not gonna know. cost you anything. And he well, can, French, yeah, he will not cost you a thing. Yeah. Uh I like him against weaker lefties. Alex Wood's a little too decent for Jeff Francoeur, but I'm gonna mention him and Darren Ruff. Wouldn't shock me if one of them ran into something. Matt Holiday gets Travis Wood. Matt Holiday doesn't really affect it by splits, but certainly won't mind hitting a lefty. And then um, George Springer, again, Astro Stack against Ross Detweiler. Final George Springer. George Springer's been running, and he ran in the minor leagues and then didn't really when he came up last year, but green light this year apparently because he already has a bunch of steals. So yeah. even if he's whiffing, he can draw walks sometimes and get on base and run for you. I think George Springer's going to be a if not this year, by next year, be a real elite outfielder. You know, He's already kind of being priced as such, but I like him a lot. Um, the real expensive one also, Mark Trumbo goes to Colorado. If you want to pair him with Paul Goldschmidt, or take one or the other. Mark Trumbo has the power, I feel like, to hit the ball out of any park, so the smaller park in Colorado isn't a huge advantage. But the other thing people don't always realize, I feel like, about Colorado is it's not necessarily that the ball flies farther, but the ball the ball does not break nearly as much because of the elevation. So it's actually a lot easier for guys that struggle with breaking stuff to hit. That's why Drew Stubbs arguably does fairly well in Colorado. Yeah. It's because yeah. the curve balls are not curving so hard. So Mark Trumbull can hit it out of any park, but he might get uh, some easier things to hit thanks to Coors Field. So... Mark Trumbo kills a lefty, gets Tyler Matzik. I'm fine with paying full price there. Stubbs, he might not be that bad of a play against Josh Coleman. Yeah, if he can get in the lineup, Drew Stubbs usually hits lefties more, so you got to make sure he gets in. But they've been mixing and matching in that outfield. You know, I like Drew Stubbs at home against a lefty every single time. But the other one that stuck out to me is two of them: Giants speed guys against Tyson Ross. So Tyson Ross has been bad this year, but. More importantly, Tyson Ross cannot control the running game at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, that means Nori Aoki and Angel Pagan both are good cheap plays, at least in my opinion, to steal some bases maybe. you know. Aoki's having a season. I don't know if you have any shares of him this year. but he's I don't. He's like a fifth. He's been fantastic. Yep. Yeah. I, I like him as a cheap play. No problem with that on Monday. Him or Pagan, um, I could see him running wild again against a pitcher that struggles to hold the uh, running game and also just hasn't been that good this year. So um, I like those guys, cheap guys. Uh, kind of pair those cheap speed guys with maybe some of your big homer guys like Trumbo or Springer. So Okay, and then how about pitching options? There's some big aces. I mean, Kershaw goes to the Brewers and they're broken. That's kind of obvious if you can afford him. Felix gets the Angels, who isn't a great matchup, but Felix is good enough to do fine. Anybody stick out to you? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I would probably, I, again, I, I like to go stars and scrubs when it comes to pitching. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I go with the one you know, the one expensive option that I feel I can kind of bank on and then like a kind of like lottery ticket guy. Uh-huh. And I, I'd be, I'd be, I'm so tempted, you know, damn the price, just take Clayton Kershaw against Milwaukee. Cause if you can afford it, absolutely. Milwaukee, Milwaukee's in a bad spot right now. And I would pair him with somebody like Travis Wood, pitching sure. against you know St. Louis. The, the, you know St. Louis really struggles with left-handed pitching this year. 
you could talk me into you know King Felix and Travis Wood. You could talk me into King Felix and hell, you, you, you could talk me into Dallas Keuchel and Travis Wood if you wanted to, to do those two as a pair together. Yeah, think, you know, those are two fantastic matchups. That I would want to I want to talk about Dallas Keuchel. So we get to the Rangers, who not only don't hit that well, but really aren't going to hit lefties. But he just, and the product hit Dallas Keuchel. <laughs> yeah, and Dallas Keuchel is amazing, but he just doesn't strike out enough guys. I love Dallas Keuchel. I would own him in any format, but it's hard in DFS because the strikeouts just kind of raise the floor so much, you know, and so his ceiling's a little bit limited. I could see him throwing, he goes deep too, seven, eight, nine innings, a couple of runs if that, you know, I think he's going to be good, but I don't know. I like him. I just don't think the ceiling's as high as I would like, you know. So yeah, are you turned away from Dallas Keuchel at all, considering he doesn't strike out enough guys? I mean, his stats are amazing. He's been incredible. Not against, not against Texas, no. Yeah, he doesn't allow runs, but I feel like the floor is high, but the ceiling isn't as high as you'd like. Well, but. not only that, his line drive rate is about as low as it's probably oh, going to get. Allowing real weak contact. Yeah. yeah. I like I mean, him. I like this matchup for him. Everything's a ground ball, and you know Houston actually plays infield defense, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So... No, Not I'm, first uh, case, but everywhere else. Yeah, I like him. I should also note, I know we're talking about pitchers now, but we're talking about Houston again. I was tweeting about this the other day. I love Jonathan VR. You know I love Jonathan VR. Nathari out. He's back. They're giving Marwin Gonzalez starts at shortstop mostly, but VR was in the lineup the other day. Yikes. He's a better fantasy player than a real-life player. I don't think his oh, defense yeah. is great. He makes a lot of outs, but he has power and he has speed. And I don't think you can ask for a lot more out of a shortstop. So I like him as a super cheap option when he makes the lineup. You know, might just be my soft spot, but I like VR. So anyway, any other pitchers stick out to you? Keichel, Felix, Kershaw. I know I picked some lefty matchers in Minnesota, but I don't mind Jesse Hahn in Minnesota either. I mentioned Travis Wood I like. Um, Carlos Martinez gets the Cubs. Eh. No? Not a, still not sold on Carlos Martinez? I guess I'm sold on I don't know. I... I, I I like him a lot better as a reliever than I do as a starter. Well, sure, but I think I think he'll be fine. Um, how about Mr. Quality Start, Aaron Harang in Atlanta? No interest, zero interest. Uh, no, still can't be sold. Okay, let's work on our field of streams picks. We can uh, look at our weekends. James Paxton did well. Tom Kohler did exactly what he thought he would do. Five innings. Two more, more strikeouts than I thought he would get. Yeah, yeah six strikeouts and five innings. Um, Jason Collette had Miguel Gonzalez. He went six and two-thirds scoreless against mm. his Rays. You had Brandon Morrow do well. I had Hector Santiago do poorly. Wei-Yen Chen did a very Wei-Yen Chen start on Sunday. Six innings, two runs, four strikeouts. Chase Anderson, six scoreless against the Dodgers, but no win. That's now, that was a hard one to swallow, just because you could tell he he wasn't gonna he was he was doing well, but he wasn't gonna make it. You know, like super deep, like the seventh, eighth, ninth. Yeah. So yeah, um, it, it to, was kind of cool. you know he, he his his two of the last three outs he recorded were strikeouts, and they were like you know impressive. Yeah. So yeah. it it was it was it was, was kind of cool to see Chase Anderson do really well, but it was you know kind of frustrating not to get the W. Yeah, hard to complain about six scoreless. No. You are uh, splitting from the pack a little bit here. We both have twenty eight starts. <laughs> Your ERA is two nine nine with a one twelve WHIP. It's pretty good. Pretty good with eleven wins. I have nine wins, but my ERA is all the way up to three six eight and a one two six WHIP. I am struggling through a month in, through twenty eight starts in. But you're not str- no no no. We were struggling last year. This yeah. year, I think you know 
I, I'm doing exceptionally well. You're doing very well. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's and uh, be ashamed about those our numbers. guests uh, between Steve Adams and Jason Collette. We've had nine starts from our guests, and they have a two five five ERA and a one zero five WHIP. So our sample guests size. are doing well too. Sample size for sure, but they're doing well. So don't listen to me. I'm the host, and I'm doing poorly. Matt is doing well with his picks, but we got three more coming up for you, starting with uh, Monday the fourth. Who stuck out to you on Monday, Matt? I'm not gonna, you know, you, you could probably guess who I'm gonna pick just based on the conversation we've already had. Um, probably, I'm, I'm maybe. Travis Wood against really. They're, they're really struggling against left-handed pitching this year. He's in back to lefty, and he's he's been good. He's averaging about a strikeout, little, little bit of a strikeout per inning. He hasn't gotten gotten torched anywhere. I think you know, worst case scenario for this is you know a mediocre quality start. Yeah, he was. I liked him a couple of years ago. Then he was bad last year, and he's now okay, back to being decent. The, the so. whole Cubs like rotation was bad last year. They burned yeah. us a couple times. Yeah, um, Except, you know, Jake Arrieta in the second half of that, they were pretty mediocre. It wouldn't shock me if he's recovered his form and is fine again. So I don't have a real problem with that. I'm tempted by Aaron Harang in Atlanta. He <laughs> he hit me for like what four runs the other day? No, five runs. But they all came in one inning. He was okay. He got six strikeouts <laughs> in six innings. Uh, tempted by him. Kind of tempted by Clay Buckles against Tampa Bay, but that is some bad blow-up potential. I'm going to go with Jesse Hahn in Minnesota. I know I like Brian Dozier, and I know I like Trevor Plouffe, but other than that, I am not worried about that Minnesota lineup, especially against lefties. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Hahn, again, his problem so far is he hasn't been striking anybody out, but he had that blister, and he's getting over that, and he struck out six his last time out in like five innings, so... I don't know. Despite what the Twins did to the White Sox staff this weekend, I am not scared by their bats. So I like Jesse Hahn, but there are a few others that interest me. Tuesday, I had a few more names written down. Jeff Locke gets the Reds. Doesn't do a lot for me. Shane Green gets the White Sox. He's 57% owned. Coming down, but uh, not eligible. Jason Vargas gets the Indians. I, I know they can't hit lefties, but he's still just been too bad. Um... Jesse Chavez gets the Twins. Kyle Hendricks is all of a sudden striking people out this year, but his ratios have gone way up. Maybe he's throwing too many strikes. I don't know. Kyle Hendricks was interesting last year, but now he's, I don't know, small sample size. I have my eye on him. He's in St. Louis. And James Paxton has been bad, and he's in Anaheim. I think I like Jesse Chavez against the Twins as well, going with another A starter in Minnesota. Uh, he has the talent. We were worried he wouldn't go deep in his last start, and he went like five innings, so... I don't know. Do you like Jesse Chavez in Minnesota? I I, I can be talking to Jesse Chavez in Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I I would probably look elsewhere. You know, for my field of streams pick. Um, Anybody I mentioned? No, probably not. No, Jeff. I, I would love to take Jeff Locke. I don't like the matchup against Cincinnati. They they do well enough against lefties to scare me away. Uh-huh. Um, if if you're looking for somebody to bet against on Tuesday, Marco Estrada gets the Yankees in Toronto. Yes, that'll be a. <laughs> It might be a fun DFS day. You know, know, we could very well be looking at A-Rod being the new career home run leader Mm -hmm. just based on that start. Yes, that'll be fun. Our guy, Rick Porcello, Mm. at home against against Tampa. I'm not sure his ownership has come down enough. I can check. It should because he's been bad. uh, 64. Yeah, he was super owned earlier on. Yeah, he was. He was, like, way too owned. Yeah, that should Uh, be lower because he's been bad. Bud Norris gets the Mets. I don't. Bud Norris is not good. Bud Norris he, is bad. I agree, but he's at 5%. <laughs> he is. He is. 
how how big does that league have to be to be five percent of you know? Yeah, for five percent of people to hold on to Bud Norris. It's no good. That's no. that's a bad matchup. Uh, Chad Billingsley is back from the dead. Yeah, and that's interesting. I'll have my eye on it. I'm obviously not believing it. Like I'm not putting my name on it, but he's going to Atlanta. I used to love Chad Billingsley. I know, like, me too. He was he was just a strikeout machine. Yep. He's only one percent owned. He was one and one with the four seven four ERA and four rehab rehab stretch to, for Lehigh Valley. The blurb from one of our competitors ends with uh, probably won't be a great fantasy bet on a bad Phillies team. Yes. Might be worth some strikeouts if he suddenly turns back the clock five years, but you can't bet on him in his return, can you? Well, probably not. Let's see. I'm kind of intrigued by Scott Feldman. Really? It is the Rangers. They are bad. And Houston has been red hot. Yeah. I mean, they can get... Wouldn't shock me if he won. I don't think it's going to be good, but wouldn't shock me if he won. Again, he has to outpitch Wandy. Yeah. A 32-year-old Scott Feldman has to pitch has to outpitch a 507-year-old Wandy Rodri- Rodriguez. Is this how much you really want to avoid Jesse Chavez in Minnesota? I don't think Jesse Chavez is awesome, but I think he's the best start for that day. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm tempted by Billingsley. I'm tempted by 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 Feldman. I don't Jesse Chavez. If he still has his, his fantastic mustache from three years ago, I'd probably roll with Jesse Chavez. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's going with, without the mustache this year, I, I, I just I can't do it. So I, I think some hard hitting analysis. I, I I think Scott. I I know. Yeah, because he doesn't have his mustache, I'm going with Scott Feldman, who has a fantastic beard this year. Um, I don't mind it against Wandy and the Rangers. I get it. No. I, I, he's not a good pitcher, but that's kind of what this spot star thinks about. You know, you're not recommending Scott Feldman in your fantasy leagues. You're picking a streamer. No. no I don't think no. that's crazy. <laughs> I don't think that's crazy at all. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think Feldman's probably the pick, even... Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that on yeah, uh, Tuesday. Just, you know, the Rangers are so bad against righties, and he is, in fact, a righty. I guess I, I've just kind of got to go with Scott Feldman. Yep. I'm um, not, like, bragging about it or thrilled about it, you know, but it's it seems to be the, the logical pick for, yep. for, for me. On, on okay, Sunday. and then how about Wednesday? Bunch of games on Wednesday. Oh, sure, we're doing Wednesday, too? Yeah, we don't have to, but... We can do it. Okay. Um, I'll go first on Wednesday and see if sure. any of these uh, get your interest, because I already ran down, and... Um, Tom Kohler goes to Washington. He's on the road. No. a great matchup. Um, Chris Heston is at home against the Padres. No. Not in a Chris Heston? Okay. No. Ubaldo Jimenez goes to the Mets. Ubaldo's up to 50% on. He's been on fire. On fire. He's scarier than Aaron Harang, but he's been pretty darn good. Mike Fultonevich gets the Phillies. And his second start this year. It's a interesting prospect, but I don't know if I'll take him in his second start. And our boy Rowan Asilias goes to the Angels. I'm honestly between Chris Heston and Ubaldo, if I'm feeling crazy. Ubaldo scares me too much, though. And Chris Heston's been pretty decent, you know, and he's right-handed. I'm scared of lefties against the Padres, but I think he can handle the right-handed Padres at home. I don't know. So, I don't love it, but I'm feeling okay. I have Chris Heston at home against the Padres. Hoping he can stay hot. Alright. Yeah. those. That's my rundown of who I think's at least interesting for Wednesday. Alright. Jeez, man. Talk about your, your loser pitcher bouquet here. Yeah. Again, if you're brave, I like Ubaldo. I, no, no, no. Oh, God, no. Are you kidding? No. Okay. 
Alfredo Simone gets the White Sox, but he's, he's well a, over fifty percent. Seventy three percent owned. That yeah. just worked. Yeah. Your boy Kyle Gibson, who's so bad, gets the A's. No, thank you. Colby Lewis goes to the Astros. Sam um, Deduno. No, 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 no. I jeez. This is this is a bad day. It's a tough day. It's a tough day for guys under fifty percent on. Alex Colome goes to Fenway. You don't want anything to do with that. No, not a chance. Mike, no. Mike Leake goes to the Pirates. That's at least intriguing. My, my guy Sam Deduno pitching at home against the Rangers. Oh. Sam Deduno was fine last time out. He went four innings, one run, and then they pulled him out. Like I don't think they're going to yeah, get him along. There's a reason they pulled him out. Yeah. Honestly, I this is like the you know the ideal day not to stream. I don't know what to tell you. You're, I, you're allowed not, to pass. I'm not going to pass. I'm going to take somebody. Okay. I'm, I, no pa- passing. No, that's that's. You, you, know, you never pass in this contest. I've learned, if nothing else, I've learned that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm going to roll with... I can't believe I'm saying this guy's name. <sighs> I'm going to roll with Carlos Frias. Wow. Milwaukee. Big bad Carlos Frias, huh? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because it's Milwaukee? Just because it's bad. Milwaukee? Milwaukee's bad, and he needs a job, so... Why not? Yeah, motivated. Yeah. yeah. That's my thought, that, that he's going to be well-motivated to, to turn in a quality start because he, he needs to put food in the in the table. Yeah. Probably um, early. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was fine last time out. I don't know he that was. I have a... And the Final Brewers start. are bad. It's another good uh, spot start for you. Between Frias and Feldman, your picks, man. You're still beating me. You're still beating me. Those are some streamer picks if I've ever heard them. Okay, well, I think that'll do it for us today. You got anything else heading into Monday? I was putting up curtains all weekend. I would rather put up curtains than watch White Sox baseball. Dang. Dang. And Couldn't have been that bad if, then. If, if, any, if anyone out there has ever like, put up curtains by themselves, it is misery. Yeah. They give you these, these kits with these bad instructions that the pieces never fit properly and you can't get your screwdriver to, you know, around. You've you, you got to get it like around the hook to. It, it's it, Everything about it is misery. And. That and when you're putting it up, you can never tell if it's straight or not. Nope. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. They were. They were. I, I thought. My, I thought my wife was gonna stab me because yeah. we, we we couldn't tell if something is, is is was straight or not. You need a level. I don't know how you're gonna use a level, but it doesn't. It, it does, even with a level, it it still it looks uneven. It's it's maddening. Every everything about it is annoying. I can see that. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for us. Headed into uh, Monday's games, but uh, yes. I would still. Rather put up curtains and watch White Sox baseball. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, lucky for you, there's no White Sox on Monday. So you're good. I get, I get one day of freedom from White Sox baseball. Yes. Well, I'm Dylan Higgins on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is on Twitter at MattDFP911. We'd love yeah, to hear guys from you. Yeah, up. Weird. Yeah, we'd, uh, we'd like to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, we like to hear you on the comments section at Rotographs as well. So... Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.